Joining me now for a look at the day's markets action is Craig Pfeiffer from Sassfin Wealth. Thank you so much for your time, Craig. Of course, Hi, the big news of the day is that Liz Truss has resigned. And actually, just before we get to discussing what has moved the markets uh, today, uh, here's a clip of Liz. I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability. Families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent. And our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. I was elected by the Conservative Party with a mandate to change this. We delivered on energy bills and on cutting national insurance. And we set out a vision for a low-tax, high-growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognise, though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. Craig, just yesterday she said that she's a fighter and not a quitter. Um, and then today she resigns. Is this a case of knowing when to leave the party? Yes, and I think if you've seen on, uh, on social media the, uh, the race with the lettuce uh, to see uh, which one would, would last longer. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and the lettuce <laughs> won. <laughs> the lettuce is still looking good and we'll see another day. Um, but I think if one thing you've seen is that, you know, the markets, nobody's bigger than the markets. And uh, we had that oh, probably two decades ago with, uh, with Trevor Manuel when he was the finance minister and he just came out and sort of poo-pooed the markets and, you know, yeah. talking about that amorphous entity, you know, kind of fobbing, fobbing it off. But at the end of the day, you know, the market's not going to let you get away with things that, uh, yeah. you know, aren't sensical yeah. uh, um, at the end of the day yeah. and uh, you know the market uh, the UK market in particular um, and we saw it in the pound mm -hmm. um, as the barometer of, of her actions yeah um, just you know falling out of bed and and just sending a signal that you know what you're trying to do yeah. just is is the wrong thing but then when you stick to your guns yeah. and uh, uh, and you won't admit defeat um, it, you know, it doesn't look great. It doesn't work out great yeah. in the end. But uh, the market's won out and uh, the lettuce has won out. <laughs> <laughs> 44, <laughs> days, <laughs> 44 days in office. And actually, this is the timeline. Appointed Prime Minister on the 6th of September. 23rd of September, they deliver that mini-budget. 14th of October, uh, the Finance Minister Kwasi Kwarteng resigns. 17th of October, new Finance Minister Jeremy Hunt uh, reverses most of those tax cuts. And today, 20th of October, Liz resigns so whirlwind but i mean is this uncertainty risk now in the uk markets going to be priced in for a while i think it will be um and probably because the that whole government seems to be in disarray yeah. and uh you know maybe some of these policies that uh you know these uh, candidates try and win the the uh the the prime minister seat with are just kind of populist and trying to mm. you know just trying to win win them the position rather than making sense for the economy as a whole um, and you know even though the conservative party seems to be in a bit of disarray so yeah. um, there's a there's going to be a lot of uncertainty for some time um, oh my I goodness think. what's surprising for me is that there are some um, commentators that are saying that Boris Johnson could come back but anyway I see we, that we'll wait <laughs> <laughs> bring out another letter <laughs>
Let's go into what's happened on the JSC. So clicks coming out with results. And you saw that share price surging 7%, double-digit increase in headline earnings per share. Group turnover up 6%, retail turnover up 11.7%, even with the impact of the civil unrest, load shedding, and of course the pain in consumer pockets. Has this performance reignited the market's confidence in Clix's business model and, and, and defensiveness? Uh, yes, I think so. Um, you know, if if the market really lost, uh, you know, favour with it, uh, you know, the stocks always traded at a premium. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a deserved premium. Uh, even also going back a decade or two, they had the strategy to, you know, grow the the pharmacy business uh, and put it out into all of their their branches. Uh, and that's even going on today. They've got more than two hundred odd. Oh, I don't even know. Remember yeah. the number, but yeah. a huge number of pharmacies. They say that uh, you know everyone in the country is not more than or 50% of the population is mm -hmm. not more than five kilometers away from a, a clicks pharmacy. Yeah. So they really, that strategy has worked, but uh, they've done all the right things. You know, they're still growing their margins, mm -hmm. a return on uh, equity of 48%. Yeah. Um, you know, really, it is a business that, that's doing all the right things. Yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, go now to a counter that's been under pressure today. Sasol share price down almost 10%. Of course, it released um, that um, operational update. Um, things aren't looking good. A number of challenges there, including uh, demand issues, ESCOM power outages. Now they've also had to declare a force majeure in the chemicals business because of what Transnet has done as well. And as if things weren't bad enough locally, there was a fire at Lake Charles. Um, where do you look now? I mean, in terms of pricing, the, 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 the counter is supported, but what's your sentiment on operations? Yeah, I think what we've seen with Sassel is that, um, you know, the higher commodity prices um, kind of glossed over some of the production issues for a while. Mm. Uh, they were always there. The company did extremely well to get out of their huge debt problem, and, and they did manage to... Uh, Know, really reduce that uh, and benefit from from those higher commodity prices but at yeah. the end of the day when you come back to it they still have to produce uh, the goods um, yeah. and uh, you know improve their efficiencies and just you know have some continuity there yeah. and now we're seeing the the lake charles issue the fire there um, locally uh, you know you can point a finger at transnet yeah. but you still also have to be producing the the goods yeah um, so i think there's more of a focus now and well this operational updates highlighted uh, yeah. you know that that things aren't as well on the ground as they should be exactly before we go to your stock pick i want to touch on quickly on the trading update that coronation came out with not much color but um, expecting a decrease in fund management earnings per share uh, headline diluted headline earnings per share as well this is expected right well it's a function of the markets yeah you know, when you when you bill uh, your clients or when you uh, when you your fees come from a percentage of assets under management yeah and the market the local market is down I don't know, 12, 13% when the S&P is down 22, 23% year to date, your, your earnings are going to be, uh, yeah. uh, come under pressure. And I yeah. think the, the, the numbers, the, the degree, the magnitude of the, the decline in the earnings is probably reflective of, of the market decline. Yeah, of course. And all the other asset managers have basically are going through the same pressure. Uh, lastly, your stock pick for today? Um, an oldie, uh, but a goodie, I think, uh, in Johnson & Johnson. It's a brand name that everybody knows, a global 
pharmacy company. Yeah. Pharmacy is a big part of the of their business, but they also have a consumer healthcare business and also medical technology business. If you wear contact lenses, you probably know Johnson and Johnson as as well. Mm -hmm. um, they just came out with their third quarter numbers. And again, just one of those companies that's held up very well in this environment, uh, along with things like United Health and Roche, um, mm. and and you know pharmacy companies being the defensive companies that they should be. Um, and I think not going to shoot the lights out going forward, but just uh, a nice little defensive piece ah. of your portfolio that I think you should uh, you okay. should be looking at uh, in your offshore portfolio. Always a nice solid play. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Craig. That was Craig Pfeiffer from Sassman Wealth.